You are listening to episode 165 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. I've got you. The golden years of Vegas are back at the Palazzo Theater. Frank, the man, the music, starring world-renowned impressionist Bob Anderson and a live 32-piece orchestra saluting the most famous entertainer ever, Frank Sinatra. See the show that Tony Bennett calls a perfect night, like seeing Sinatra at his best. Frank, the man, the music, now appearing at the Palazzo Theater. Get your tickets now at Venetian.com. Don't forget you've got until April 30th to email us if you're interested in seeing Frank, the man, the music, for free. Simply email 360VegasPodcast.com and tell us, I want to see Frank for free. Winners will be announced May 3rd. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm not sure if I made it clear last week, but the free tickets that we have from our sponsor are actually good for any show from now until the 30th. So anyone that's interested can uh, submit their name for the drawing. I thought about that after the fact. I'm like, what kind of elitist prick are you? It's like, yeah, only for the people that are coming for 360 Vegas <laughs> right. The rest of you can go fuck yourselves. No, it's, they're, they're available for everyone. Mm. I'm sure our sponsor was like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. What? Just, just those people? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am sure. Yeah, just them. Yeah. We are happy to announce that Tropicana will play host to the last night of 360 Vegas Vacation 2. And as usual, we'll have a private craps table reserved just for us. That's called exclusivity, Brian. That's what you get when you roll with us. That's wonderful. Mm. It's just wonderful. People are battling over us. They want our attention. Mm-hmm. All of them. As they should. All the people. Brian, we're important. <laughs> <laughs> to a handful of select. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, well, we've got a show. Why don't we start it off with some random Vegas? All right. Unlike every other free attraction on the Vegas Strip, the Swarovski Starburst at Bally's Grand Bazaar Shops does its thing at 9 p.m. daily, and that's its only showing. I confirm that with the people directly, and that show lasts three minutes. That seems... We actually had an opportunity to interview the crystal itself. (laughs) It didn't have a lot to say, only that it was only around at one time during the day. Let's move on from that abortion. Um, Vegas, we don't have a Vegas Paint Review of the Week. We don't. There were there were no new reviews. Apparently, apparently nobody has any has no opinion about what's going on in Vegas. <laughs> it's all pretty much what you'd expect it to be. Right. We just see a bunch of reviews going, it's good. Have we ever not had a Vegas Paint Review of the Week until this, now? This is the second time. That, second time. Yeah. In, what a shit ass. In three years, yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. Uh, we do have a topic of the week, however. We do. I had some writer's block this week. I don't know yeah, what Yeah, you said you did. That's unfortunate for yeah, you. But luckily, I uh, I found my way through it, Brian. So here we go. You got to rub one out first, I think. Yeah, I, sometimes it is important. Yeah, you just got to gotta 
don't know, a break on through. Get it, hammered. So. And, yeah. <laughs> and then and then try to somehow put together coherent sentences. Yeah. <laughs> if right, not grandiose. Exactly. But. You sit on your hand until it goes numb, and then you rub one out. <laughs> right. You call it the stranger. It's a whole process. <laughs> it's my creative process, so don't you judge me. <laughs> People spent their entire lives building them. Gods on Earth used them to rest eternal, and a pyramid in the desert was the origin of inspiration that would eventually birth this show. <laughs> See, I told you I made it through. You found your way. Yeah. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> At Luxor, LV crushed it this week in the emotional symbolism department when they shared a picture of the property under construction. While the black and white photography is classic and beautiful. It seems over-exaggerated considering the picture was taken in the early 90s. Yeah, I was going to say they had color photography in the 90s. Yeah. Architecturally, pyramids will always catch my attention. However, Luxor has a special place in my heart because of how it introduced me to a place that changed my life. Yeah, that was the first needle in the arm for you, wasn't it? Yeah. While I'll admit, odds are, if Luxor never existed, Karen and I would have visited Vegas at some point anyway, and logically that means I would have still fallen in love with the city, eventually resulting in this show. But it didn't, so Luxor wins. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to see this picture. It shows the pyramid about a third into completion and has the Sphinx wire frame up just under construction. Check it out. It's really cool. Yeah, it is pretty new. As always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest pages, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, the Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show. All right, let's move on to the news. Before we get into the news, just remind you, you can also support the show when you shop at Vegas.com and get discount prices on shows, nightclubs, flights, and just about everything Vegas, including a best price guarantee that will auto-rebook your room at a lower rate if the room rate falls below what you paid. Just go to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on one of the banners, and go about your purchase. If you don't click on the banner, we don't get credit for it, so make sure you do that. 360Vegas and Vegas.com, everything you need to get ready for your next trip to Vegas. All right, starting off the show this week, got a little information on... The ladies' man, Darren Sharper. I don't know if the media or the NFL did a great job covering up what fucking pieces of shit that played in their league. It just, there's just, it seems like one story after another. It's like spousal abuse, fucking rapists. It's, I, I don't, I don't know if it's just everyone's paying attention and now they're busting them all. But. I would say that's. I was actually going to say that's probably what it is. Yeah. I don't know how much they really are covering it up. I mean. I think people are just more aware, and information is just traveling faster than ever all the time, no, moving around faster and faster due That's to social media. And yeah, obviously, social media is not this new invention of the last year, but you know, uh, people are using it a lot more all the time. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Well, Las Vegas joined the list of cities where sexual assault charges have been filed against former NFL player Darren Sharper. Sharper is currently in a California prison awaiting his trial on rape charges. The Vegas incident is from a January 2014 encounter with two women who were, quote, physically incapable of resisting or understanding the nature of the defendant's conduct. Now, when I first read this part, I understood some of it. Like, some of it's not like, I, I get the you're physically incapable. The people in the NFL are fucking monsters. These guys are. Oh, yeah, they're huge. They're, they're world-class spe athletes. Specimens yeah. right. of, uh, of, of uh, it's just hot. I mean, let's let's not, let's <laughs> yeah, not get it wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're big and very strong. I, I don't I don't need to fancy it up. But then I was yeah. like, understanding the nature of their conduct, really. And I think then, it's pretty clear what's happening. Yeah, and, and then I read on Brian. How did he make them incapable? 
after they met at the club, he took them back to his room and drugged them before raping them while they were unconscious. Police and prosecutors did acknowledge that the Vegas case against Sharper was weaker than those reported in L.A., New Orleans, and Arizona because the women involved in the Vegas incident didn't report this until they had heard about the other allegations. Later in the week, Sharper pled guilty to reduce charges as a deal to resolve all the outstanding charges in multiple states. The deal will put him in federal prison for about nine years instead of a potential 22 life. You know that guy is... Oh, the fact that he's just like, okay, yeah, I'm guilty on all of them. All of them, like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck else did you do that you're like, I'll take nine. I'll take nine. Yeah, he's probably like, yeah, this is, I'm getting off easy on this. They only know about this shit, you know, and that, absolutely, I, I totally agree. It's, uh, you know, and the guy's already had his career. You know, he's already got his money. He's got his pension secured. I don't know if this sort of thing would interfere with him receiving his NFL no, player I never pension. I thought but of that. He's, he's got his money stockpiled. You know, he's going to put in his time and, you know, come out and still be a extremely wealthy human being what a fucking piece of shit yep yep all right well let's let's move on to uh more interesting topics specifically to the elton john residency twofer yeah guests enjoyed even before he came out of the closet elton john was known for his over-the-top hissy fits last week the rj reported that he gave his audience an extra show when he stormed off stage twice during a performance at the coliseum at caesar's palace the first was as a result of a video image behind him being displayed that didn't sync up with the song that he was playing. This surprised everyone involved as the band stopped playing and the stage went dark for a few minutes until he finally eventually returned. Mm. Then he walked off again after performing Saturday Night, Visibly Annoyed, a song in which he invites people from the audience to come on stage and surround the piano. He returned once more to perform Circle of Life, then left without saying goodbye, bowing, or acknowledging those in attendance. <laughs> Fans applauded for an extended period of time until they realized the show was over. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, shit happens in shows all the time, right? And yeah. if you're at that show, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Whatever. He's getting old. He's getting a little fussy. Fussier. Fussier. <laughs> right. Yeah, fussier. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on to our next story. Lion share myth dispelled. This actually, I've, I, I read the notes. Yeah. I, I know. Hold, hold on to your story. <laughs> I, I read the notes prior to the show this wow, time. Wow. Show prep. Look out. Yes. I, and I was, uh, I found this one particularly interesting. Um, it could just be the alcohol in my body. <laughs> Vital Vegas uncovered more Vegas BS myths forced onto the public. This one's a little more fun, though. The whole lion's share slot machine that couldn't be taken off the casino floor because Nevada law says a slot has to pay out its maximum jackpot before being removed from the floor is a lie. A jackpot on a slot machine can be transferred by the casino to any machine at any time. There are even regulations on exactly how to do it that require it to be moved to a machine with the same max bet. Now, MGM admits they knew that they could move the jackpot, but said... They didn't because the lore caused that machine to be paid five times more, or paid, played. Yeah, pl yeah, not paid. That's kind of the antithesis of the whole story, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or the right, summarization, right. yeah. All right, so it, it allowed, or it caused that machine to be paid, paid, why do I keep saying paid? Because it noticed. says paid. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the teleprompter, Ron. Right. <laughs> What the hell does he say? Like, go on. God damn it. <laughs> Put that on the fucking teleprompter. <laughs> go fuck yourself, San Diego. What is it? <laughs> All right. So, 
MGM admits they knew that they could move the jackpot, but said they didn't because the lore caused the machine to be played five times more than the average slot machine at that property. This, of course, is a result of our old friend, the gambler's fallacy, that says if a machine hasn't hit a jackpot in a while, it's due, which, as we all know, is bullshit because a slot machine randomizer has no memory of anything that happened before. Doesn't remember what happened, doesn't... It doesn't know what's going to happen. It just knows what's happening right then and there. Yeah. I, I don't mind this at all. I think this is kind of cute. It, it kind of adds to the... I liked it, though. Yeah. I, that was I, a good story. The the Vegas lore of things. Like, yeah, I mean, it's no different than any of the dumb rituals we do before we throw the dice at the crap table. But Yeah, like uh, arranging the dice, which for some at some properties is allowed. Some, it's not. Right. <laughs> Talking to you, Ellis Island. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought this was a cute story. I like that we found out the truth about it, but ultimately I like the... The ridiculousness that we're like, oh, lion's share. Oh. I I think it's I think it's funny the the whole uh, concept of the gambler's fallacy because even though I'm aware of it, like I still am like, oh, this is just shit's gotta fucking hit, <laughs> you know? Like, it, it's just one of those things where you know you succumb to to the the mindset that you may have had before becoming savvy to some of these other things. You know, right, right. I, there's so much I didn't know before doing the show, right. for example. So that stuff is kind of stuck in my brain. Well, and I think some people, I. People know logically that these machines, uh, you know, are all set up to be not, all RNG, all random number yeah, generators, exactly. it's but, independently but conducting think, itself every time you press the spin button. But I think a lot of times when people refer to luck is just how lucky are you that you just happen to sit down at the time that the randomizer ended up hitting. I think right. that's really oh, yeah. more of, of what it is you're saying. You know that that machine isn't due to pay, but you're like, am I due? Am I? Is this the lucky time that I'm, I'm about yeah. to sit down? I mean, it's, I don't know. I think luck's fun about Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Yep. And in our final story for this week, The Wind Saga, Episode 3. Yeah, shit just got real, Brian. In a so slideshow, <laughs> So real. <laughs> in a slideshow presentation for stockholders, Wind Resorts said Elaine participated in company discussions to acquire the land at the New Frontier, even though her nephew, Andrew Pascal, had already put in a bid on the property. At no time did she inform the board that her nephew was involved in a competing bid. It went on to accuse her of insider trading, claiming she sold $10 million of stock during a blackout period just before company earnings were announced to fund her personal foundation. Now, in her own presentation, she rebutted that the board's claims are unsubstantiated and reiterated that her lawsuit against the Steve regarding the Okada incident was not a conflict of interest. Elaine also created a website, ElaineForWin.com, that outlines her case for staying on the board of directors. He's kind of like an evil genius, right? Yeah, pretty much. He just has a lot of very intelligent people around him. You know, a lot of uh, cutthroat, ruthless people, you know, just telling him how to do everything perfect. You don't don't cross the Steve. No, you don't. I mean, he's not going to see you, but someone else will. Yeah. There you go. For some reason, to me, to myself, the Steve Wynn blind jokes, just they don't ever get old. They're always great. <laughs> Sometimes they're over my head and I don't catch them until we're editing. So, I'm editing like, oh, <laughs> so you're like, damn it. You're going through everything. You're like, holy shit, that was fucking great. Right. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> like you got me last week when I was ed- and I didn't catch it until I was editing. I'm like, oh, fuck, how did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're just so used to laughing at whatever I say, good, bad, or otherwise. Right. And it just, you laugh and I'm like, oh, yeah, he got it. That was good. I fucking made him laugh. It's great. And then I... But I didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> Two first. It didn't, it didn't sink in yet. <laughs> Sometimes I'm slow, Brian. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you're doing a lot of things. <laughs> right. I appreciate it. Patience. 
All right. Well, that's going to conclude the news segment. We do, however, have prop bets for you. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is the extension of the news segment with just some bits and pieces of noteworthy items we want to share with you. First of which, for our list this week, Vegas Chatter confirmed that the first dining option to close at Cosmopolitan since it opened will be Comaca. I have no idea. Fuck that. At the end of March, no word on what the property plans to do with the space. Who gives a shit? It's pretty impressive, though. Five years, and they've this is the first dining option they're closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I, I've never... I, I love... We both love the Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Let's be real. But I don't know what this place is. I can't even pronounce yeah, it's the some, name of it. I so. think it was like an Asian-Mexican infusion concept. Whatever it was, it was food that I'm like, that's terrifying to me. But it, now, that you, now that you bring it to my attention, that is pretty impressive. Yeah. Paris Le Central Bar just reopened after a $1.1 million refresh that made the space much more open to the casino. No word if cunty waitresses were refreshed as well. Well, Mark, we can only hope. <laughs> as a part of the renovations that brought Ringer Wings to the sportsbook, Planet Hollywood also relocated its poker room right next door between Earl Sandwich and the sportsbook. Vegas Eater reported that two more food options have been announced for the currently under construction Pawn Plaza. In addition to Rick Smalling... <laughs> Smoldering barbecue <laughs> shit. Canada's Smokes Poutinery and Rita's Italian Ice will set up shop. For those of you unaware, poutine is what Canadians call French fries topped with gravy and cheese curds. And that is all that they will offer with options for various toppings. Hmm. Bored on Sunday and looking for something to do well. The Hard Rock Cafe on this trip will attempt to break the world record for the largest drag stage show on April 12th, if that's your thing. Yeah, I don't like drag shows. They're dumb. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pointless. <laughs> well, it's just, it's a bunch of, hi, I, I look like a girl, but I've got a dick. Like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's the same shitty fucking joke. Genting Group announced this week that they will officially break ground on the former Stardust Echelon site on May 5th so they can begin construction on Resorts World Vegas. They did explain that the two-year delay in starting had nothing to do with financing or a waning desire to build but to finalize their design and development plans. This news was met with skepticism. Yes, uh, and it's being met with skepticism by me as yeah, well. You know. A class action lawsuit has been filed against Las Vegas Sands for not informing him, and by him we're talking about... Um, yeah, the gentleman filing the suit. Yes, of their resort fees until after his stay was done. Even if Venetian Plotso are found guilty, don't expect this to mean much more than boulder print on websites and additional spiel while you're checking in. Yeah, I, I wish it meant more. Uh, initially, people were like, oh, it's beginning. Like, no, it's not. They're not going to get rid of it. They're not being sued for having them. They're right. being sued for not making it crystal clear. That's just, mm -hmm. that's just annoying. It's being reported MGM Resorts will block broadcasts of the May 2nd Mayweather-Pacquiao fight from being shown at any property other than an MGM property. So apparently they're not doing this on pay-per-view. How, how else could you do that? I don't know. I would think you'd lose a shit ton of money if you don't put... Oh, yeah. Pay-per-view is a big major revenue stream for, for these sorts of things. Because, I mean, let's face it, boxing is a dying sport. Hardcore, yeah. And uh, that Mayweather and Pacquiao, this is going to be a legendary fight. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, they're going to have something. But I don't know what that's going to entail. Yeah. Well, very good. Can't imagine they're not going to have it on pay-per-view, though. And I can't imagine that it's not going to set some sort of record for being the most obscenely overpriced. Yeah. But I, you know, I it'd just probably be like a hundred bucks uh, showing. You know, usually it's like what sixty or seventy bucks now. I think. Yeah, yeah. 
something like that. So yeah, I can't imagine it being less than that or not. I remember. I remember when boxing was a big thing, like like getting pay per view was like thirty bucks or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It was like uh, back like, in the oh, mid nineties yeah. or late nineties. I remember when people started bitching about with Tyson all the time. You'd end up getting Tyson, and it lasts ninety seconds. We're like yeah. thirty dollars for that. <laughs> you watch all the fights on YouTube, and like, you get the whole, the like his whole be, before his uh, Buster Douglas fight. You could watch every fight on one YouTube video in under like twenty minutes. Yes, I did. I read about that this week. Yep. <laughs> it's cool. amazing. It's breathtakingly awesome. He was a beast, man. It, it was yep. such a bummer that he got himself into trouble. Yeah. He's doing okay now, though. You see his car- his cartoon? Yes. I'm so happy for that guy. It's there's, fucking hysterical. There's something about a redemption story that I just absolutely love. There's something about falling flat on your fucking face and then, you know, realizing how, how good you've got it and cleaning yourself up and... and, and or at least making the attempt to. Right, know, right. You can't fault him for that. Yeah, but. so good on him. Yep. Next up, Pakistan's Japanese restaurant at the Crystals Social House is now closed after five years. No word at this time what will replace it. And lastly, Vital Vegas is reporting that the Voodoo Zip Line at Rio will be closing soon after numerous delays to get it up and running to begin with, and now that it hasn't even been in existence for a year. <laughs> so how can you close something that doesn't exist? I don't know. It's crazy. They could have just not said anything ever again. Well, no, no, they did get it It's been going for a while. It just took them forever to finally get it going. Got it, got it, okay. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. time for playing vegas portion of our show we share with you upcoming entertainment options in vegas outside of normal residencies uh starting off the week monday trampled by turtles are performing at brooklyn bowl show starts at 8 p.m tickets will start at 7 p.m what what? oh yeah (laughs) didn't catch it at first at all i would have caught that in editing like i can't what the fuck (laughs) you say like you cut me out and then it's just your voice like thirty five (laughs) dollars Monday through Sunday, Alonzo Bowden and Joe Bronzy are performing at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club at MGM. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 8 p.m. I did it again. (laughs) Awesome. On Friday, Vegas Beer and Music Festival and Things is at Foxtail Nightclub at SLS. Event starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $35. I got it in the end. Mm. Friday through Sunday, Tony Orlando is performing at South Point. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Yes, they do. Well, that's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, much like Playing Vegas, coming attractions are entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies in Vegas, but occurring in the future. Starting off our list for this week, Everclear, the Toadies, Fuel, and American Hi-Fi are performing at Brooklyn Bowl on Saturday, August 8th. Show starts at 7 p.m., and tickets will start at $40. Jeff Dunham has extended his Vegas residency at Planet Hollywood until October of 2015. Tickets are on sale now. Celine Dion is returning to the Coliseum at Caesars on Thursday, August 27th, after taking an extended break to be with her husband, who's battling cancer. Tickets are on sale now for what is being described as a significantly different show. Kenny Chesney and Uncle Cracker are performing or hanging out poolside or something at Hard Rock's Rehab <laughs> Friday and Saturday, April 3rd and 4th. Doors open at 11 a.m. Admission runs $10 for ladies, $20 for men. 
they're doing something that. Yeah, they didn't specifically say that it was a performance. They just they're like, oh, they'll be at the pool. I'm like, a nice poolside acoustic set. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Frost and David Teller performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Friday, May fifteenth. Show starts at seven p.m. Tickets will start at thirty-five bucks. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga are performing at Access at Planet Hollywood Friday and Saturday, April tenth and eleventh. Show starts at eight p.m. or eight thirty p.m. Tickets start at $81. Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire are performing at Access at Planet Hollywood on Friday, July 17th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $81. Interpol is performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan Wednesday, April 15th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $37. Sammy Hagar is performing at the Downtown Las Vegas Event Center on Saturday, April 11th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $77. And lastly, Juicy J is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Tuesday, May 19th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $28. Spouse and I were talking this morning about Juicy J. Mm. And uh, because we were listening to um, Sirius in the car and uh, Usher's song with Juicy J came on, and I was like, this guy just fucking said, I'm not, uh, fuck it, I'm just not going to stay true to, you know, the southern drill step rap music right. that I used to do with Three Six Mafia and I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I can do to get paid. Right. <laughs> like, I, 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 something about, like, because I just remember, you know, back in the day when I was in high school and one of the highest priorities in life was making sure that you just had the biggest subs in right. your trunk. Right. Uh, and naturally, if you got a system in your car, you need Three Six Mafia. Mm-hmm. You need a Three Six Mafia CD in your car. Right. Because you're nothing if you don't roll in the school just banging, sipping on some scissor. Right. <laughs> As loud as fucking possible. Right. So naturally, that was me. Yeah. And so I was just thinking about that today, and I was like, you know what, spouse? It's amazing what Juicy J's done. It's, he just fucking, he said, fuck it, I don't care. Right. This is not how I got started, but this is how I'm going to continue to get paid. It It's very similar to Ice Cube. You're like, that, yep. that guy said fuck the police? The guy, the guy that has the kids in the car and the family, like it's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, well, it's, yeah. And it's also similar to uh, Eddie Murphy, probably one of the funniest fucking comedians ever, at some point just said, you know what, I'm doing kid shit and making millions. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you're an entertainer. You know, whether you're, whether you're a legitimately a thug or not, and if you were a rapper, it doesn't necessarily mean that you were. I mean, it's right. all entertainment business. Right, right. It's, you're going to do whatever going to get you the fattest paycheck. So Right. But I'll tell you what, the one thing about Eddie Murphy is that lore still kind of hangs. Like, like every, anytime you see him on any kind of, uh, like, he showed up for SNL for a moment and was at, I don't know, I don't know. Whenever he does those kind of public things, you're like, at any moment he could totally break out. Oh, like, like you're like you're just waiting for him to be like, on fuck, I've been fucking waiting to fucking say fuck for so long. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, he probably just sits at home all the time and watches Raw and Delirious, right. just <laughs> counting money. He's like, he's like just kind of sighing, you know, you know, those were the good old days. I, I imagine when he's bored, he has a secondary pool that he swims in, like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's gonna do it for. Uh, what are we doing? Coming attractions? Yes, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, you can find link, links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right. Well, that's going to do it for a, a rather short show. Yeah. Episode not 165. Not a ton uh, of- we thank everyone for listening and downloading. We appreciate your support every week. If you'd like to check out any of the stories we referenced on this week's show, you can check out the blog for that, 360vegaspodcast.com. 
As a reminder, 360 Vegas Vacation 2 is June 18th and 19th of this year. For details about the planned itinerary, check out the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 tab on the blog. Don't regret not going. Regret what you did while you were there. That's what we're saying for this. <laughs> Some call like it to- a mantra. <laughs> <laughs> It says, how are you going about your day? <laughs> if you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio. Ooh, that's new. Oh, that's right. No, I completely forgot about this. I'm glad I, I added that in there and it now sparked this idea. <laughs> so we've never done the voicemail thing because it's done that's already. Not, that wasn't really our thing. And we actually talked about this oh, quite a lot. Oh, we've talked about it several times. Yes. Uh, but I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily care We're to not do stealing it. somebody else's format. Or well, but on top of that, a lot of those calls annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's it's my hang up. It's not that people aren't providing quality entertainment or or I don't know what. It's not that they're not saying anything meaningful. It's just you know yeah. it's just preference. But the idea that popped in my head earlier this week is virtually everybody has a fucking voice recorder on their phones. Email that shit to us. We'll totally play that on the show. Yep. I mean, if it doesn't fucking, if it's not yeah, as long awful. as you don't suck. I mean, that caveat's always there. I cut out shit that Brian and I try to do the funny all the fucking you time. You and I are terrible, and that's all we're willing to permit here. Yeah. So we'll um, we'll. I'm not saying your audio won't bit get audited or audited. Won't get <laughs> won't get edited. It'll be audited and edited, Brian. We're gonna need some records right. <laughs> and a whole lot of metadata from this. But uh, yeah, I thought that'd be fun. I'd love to. I'd love to hear some voices out there. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool too. Yeah. Oh, and also help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes, good, bad, or otherwise we'll read all the iTunes reviews on the show. And Mark's all over social media. I'm there too, but I'm just sort of a, a whisper, a shadow in the background, if you will. The dark figure behind the bushes at the playground. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those uh, on the blog as well. And that's it. We should know if uh, we're going to be parents again in a week or two. So we're kind of... Uh, oh, yes, puppy parents. Yes, we're, we're extremely excited about it. Disappoint. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, we, we made the effort to make sure that we stayed in Loki's bloodline, and, and that unfortunately means we had to wait a little bit longer. As a matter of fact, today is the second anniversary of us uh, losing Loki. Oh, man, it's gone by really, really fast. It really has. I remember getting that phone call from you. Yeah, that was not this, a... It was a sad day. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer today because, you know, very proud of Karen. She has, uh, she had to go do some business She's conquering the professional universe. Yeah, so now I'm left all by myself (laughs) And I'm like, it was so much fun when I had had a dog because it was just kind of like, the boys, boys weekend. Mom's out of here, boy. I mean, we didn't really do anything special, but, you know, in my head. Yeah, he's a dog. Right. (laughs) I'm just just chilling. (laughs) We didn't go out and try to pick up bitches. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I mean, not not during those times anyway. Long before, maybe. (laughs) To roll roll them with my homie. (laughs) In younger days. So, fingers crossed, we uh, we have good news. There are plenty of puppies, but we have to find out if one is is a pet as opposed to a show dog. So, fingers Mm -hmm. crossed. Well, best of luck to you guys. You know, we're thinking about you there. and Looking forward to being a parent again, boy. Absolutely. Or brother. I don't know where I'm going. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I want a dog, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that much I get. There we go. <laughs> but that's uh, that's that's all I got coming up. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not wasting your times anymore. We'll see you next week. <laughs> your good, times. Good all of your times. Yeah, your all t- your multiples. Times. <laughs> you have more than one time. Good. Goodbye. Yeah. Mark, my favorite animal, it's a giraffe. Do you know why? Why? Because I love deep throats. <laughs> That's Fair. why. I mean, it makes sense to me. <laughs> it's, oh, it's only logical, too. <laughs>
I enjoy an animal as accommodating as a giraffe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we can get started. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out of the way first and foremost. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Set a precedent. <laughs> that we like deep throats and we cannot lie. Yep.